What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Shane Amato. You're listening to the Slick Talk Podcast Show. Um, hey, you know what? Today, I'm going to be doing uh, a little more talking about dating tips because some of my viewers love to hear my tips on dating. So, um, we're going to be, in this uh, episode, we're going to talk about how to interview people for dates. Um, so, hold tight. I'll be right back with the show. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I, I want to let you know, my name is Shane Amada, and I appreciate you. You know why? Because you're listening to my show right now, and I love you for that. I appreciate that, sweetie. Thank you for listening to the Slick Talk Podcast show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'm your host, Shane Amad. How are you guys doing? Ladies and gentlemen, I do appreciate you. I have listeners in America, I have listeners in Europe, Britain, uh, Puerto Rico, all this kind of stuff. Thank you guys for listening. How are you all doing? Um, Hopefully you're doing okay. I'm doing pretty good. Um, Coming to you. uh, Actually, I'm doing this show in my car. I want to see how the acoustics sound in the car with this new microphone that I have. Yeah, guys. So today we're going to be talking about reasons why you should interview people before you date them. Yes, you heard me correct. Interview people before you take them serious. Just because a person wants to meet, you know, take you out or do something with you doesn't mean you have to give them the serious title. If you're one of those people who do that, you need to realize that you may have some insecurities about yourself and some control factors that doesn't really make sense, meaning if you first meet someone and y'all go on a date and you feel that you're all an exclusive and y'all have never d- discussed that, well then, why do you feel this person needs to make you exclusive and you've never discussed it? You're entitled to that? If that's what you're looking for, you need to let that be known. You need to say, hey, I'm looking for someone to exclusively date right now. Um, but you know what? I would encourage you to, before you get exclusive, be casual casually date people um some tips for interviewing people before you date them is you're single if you're single why do you want to you know go on a date with somebody tonight and feel bobbed down to them because you're going on a date with them and y'all are not even together you're still single you know because granted that other person probably has other people they have dates lined up with as well and there's nothing wrong with that you have to interview people Also, there is nothing wrong with openly dating people because, you know, I mean, how how are you going to figure out what you want? And if you're going to be mature and not seem sneaky, then just let this person know. Say, hey, look, um, you know, you're really cool. But, you know, right now, you know, I'm in school or I just got this new promotion on my job or I'm just recently out of relationship or I'm just recently divorced or I'm, you know, taking care of my children right now. You know, and right now, all I feel that I can be is casual, casually date or get to know someone. You know, I don't think I can. I don't think I have enough time right now to really be exclusive of someone. So when you tell somebody that you're letting them know that, hey, I'm mature and I'm being very honest and very transparent with you about what I'm going through. If this is something that you you would like, then we can keep moving forward. If not 
then you need to go find somebody that's a better fit for you. That's a very mature way. You know, you know, some people can't, they can't allow themselves to be that honest. You know, they would rather play games with you. They'd rather, they'd rather tell you, oh yeah, um, you know, I'll re- you know, I can be exclusive with you, but net, but you know, they'll say they're exclusive, but their actions may show that they're being, being very casual as you, you know, realize they're going out on dates with other people or, um, you know, your friends have, you know, noticed that they are talking to this and that person and stuff like that. And you're thinking they're exclusive when they're really not. That's why a lot of times it's good to, to let people, you know, let it be known what you're looking for, but also look at people's actions then you know, more so than what they say, because people can tell you one thing and do something completely different. And that's where a lot of people get confused. They'll say, well, you told me this and this and this, but you did X, Y and Z. Well, you need to listen to X, Y, and Z, you know, Um, because the fox can tell you, hey, I'm not going to come to your chicken coop in the middle of the night and take your chickens. But, you know, every morning you go out to your chicken coop and you start realizing, you know, some of your chickens are gone. And you realize, wait a minute, well, the fox said he was he wasn't going to come and take my chickens, but he's, he's I think he's taking my chickens. Well, guess what? You got to believe it. He's taking your chickens. That's why I say, guys, you have got to start listening to what people say and do. You know, you know, you got to listen to people's words. Like I'm that friend and some of my friends do not like it that I like to, you know, tease them and tell them that I'm a wizard. You know, I'm a wizard. I have certain kind of powers. I can see way past what most people can see. I can dream things, all types of stuff like that. And my friends could be telling me something and I can just know it's a lie. Or they'll say, oh, you know, I'm not going to be upset about this. You know, I'm just going to move forward and focus on me, blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And I'll be thinking to myself, oh, you got your feelings hurt, but you don't want to acknowledge it. And I'm not going to make you acknowledge it because that's a little embarrassing. You got to lick your wounds and move on. So a lot of times it's just good to just listen to what people say and acknowledge it. And, um, and that's what I do. You know, some people don't like the fact that, you know, I can pinpoint what they're trying to do. Like some people get mad at you or me because I will uncover their real intentions other than what they're trying to say. They want me to focus on what they're saying and not what they're trying to do and get mad when I figure it out. So that's why I say you have to really, really, really watch people's actions. Screw the words. The words kind of lead you to what, you know, things, but you have to watch people. Um, by the way, you need to interview these people because why waste time giving your spot to the first candidate that comes knocking at your door? That's lame. Do job, you know, what job, you know, has a job opening and the first person that comes along, they say, oops, yep, you got the job. You're the job. You know, you're, you're, you're the new hire. You know, most jobs don't do that. They're going to interview a certain amount of people. And they're going to pick the best candidate for that particular job that they feel. And when you look at your dating life and your personal life, you have to look at it as a business because this is your baby. You're running this and you have to run the best way you know how. And you have to have the best people on board. So, hell yeah. So you're out here, you know, dating John because John showed you attention at the bar, but John doesn't really text you back and acts real or shady throughout the week and it's not consistent like you like it but while you're over here exclusively dating John who you just met who's, who's not showing you the, the, you know much attention 
And by the way, the reason he's not texting you back as, as much as you like and answering your phone calls and FaceTime is because he's out on dates with other people too. But he's not going to tell you that because he knows um, you're too, too timid and too uh, sensitive to understand that he's out here doing him until he finds the right one. So he'll just hide that information from you. Um, so, and by the way, while you're dating this guy, you're missing out on better opportunities out there. You know, because you don't want to casually date. You want to be exclusive with the first person that comes along. That is a very old fashioned way of doing it, doing things. And people who do that kind of stuff. I mean, it works for some people, but I would I would say, hey, just just be casual. Let people earn your exclusive um, title. You know, also, guys, um, go on dates. Yeah go on dates if you have time in the world and you you know you want to go on dates with people and when I say dates you can go to the park you can go get ice cream um you can go to the movies you can go to the amusement parks you can go uh to the mountains you can go on a nature trail you can go fishing whatever you feel like you want to do and you and that person have any uh interests that are like the same then do it and if you're dating some, you know, if you're going to casually date somebody else and y'all are just casual, we'll still take that date. I will. You know, I'll date somebody who who likes, you know, sports and go on dates with someone else who likes going out to Asian restaurants because those are both things that I like. I don't know which one I like of the, you know, the people. So I have to date them to figure it out. And once I realize, oh, I like the person who likes sports like me a little bit more because we, we seem to have a little more in common and we seem to mesh a little bit better well then guess what I'll probably be more inclined to be exclusive with that person also um, don't hide it that you're uh, casually dating people you're still single you know if you just want to casually date somebody then do it and if the other person don't like it then that's their problem you know what you want to do with your life you know they're not your your boyfriend or husband or girlfriend or wife if they don't like the fact that you're casually dating people and they want to exclusively date people, well, see, there you go. That's the problem. You're not on the same page. You're being casual. They want exclusive. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and throw this out there. It's usually the people who want to be exclusive quickly are usually the ones who are the messy ones. Mm-hmm. They like to talk, they like to assume. They like to think, oh, you cheated on me or I caught you out there with somebody else. Wait a minute, sweetie. What are you what are you talking about? Where have we ever even got a contract drawn up together that you and I are together? For you know, let's let's get that straight. You know? Where have we ever said that we were going to be together right now? You've never said it, I've never said it. When you're not with me, I don't know what you're doing. When, when I'm not with you, you don't know what I'm doing. So to, you know, find out that I'm, you know, at a movies with someone else and you feel that I'm cheating on you, well, then you're stupid because you're not mine. You have insecurities and you are all up into your feelings. You allowed yourself to get all up into your feelings because of a good date or two. You guys have got to be, you have to allow yourself to be mature about things. You know, because if a person wants you like that, they'll let you know it, you know. And if it's mutual, then there you go. Y'all are boyfriend and girlfriend, you know. Also, um, 
you know, some people may not like this when I say this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. There are too many options out there to focus on one person. Yeah. There are too many options out there to be focused on one. That's why I say casually date until you get tired with that and until you can pick the right one. Um, It is the year 2022. Uh, Most people, regardless of age, have have cell phones. There are dating apps. There is social media. I mean, you can be on Facebook and somebody can be watching you wanting to date you. And, you know, they're in your inbox and your DMs. Y'all are texting, y'all exchanging numbers, photos, you know, catching up with one another, liking their pictures, they're liking your pictures. And you're getting that from all across the board. You're getting Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Tinder, you know, you're getting all this stuff. Why the hell do I want to focus on one person right now? Huh? When I can casually entertain more. Until I figure out what I want. And when, when I say casually entertained, I'm not saying you have to go out and have sex with them. I'm just saying, hey, if this person wants to go to Starbucks with you in the morning, then yeah. And then tomorrow, if somebody else wants to, you know, take you to the lake and go fishing with you or they have a boat or something like that, then do it. You know, have fun. You know, stop stop limiting yourself to just to just one person, especially when you're single, because when you're casually dating, you are not off the market. When you are exclusive with somebody, you are a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a husband, you know, that's when you owe your loyalty to this person. They owe their loyalty back to you. But when things are just casual, don't allow yourself to get too caught up into uh, this other person's feel, you know, feelings and stuff like that. And, you know, and if you find out that you know they're talking to someone else and stuff like that, it's fine because you should be as well. Until you you guys have established, you know what? You know, I don't think I really want to talk to other people. I think I'm going to, you know, I think I like you a little bit more um, and stuff like that. Like you may not say that to them, but you may start moving in that direction where you know you kind of just kind of back off from from other people and this person kind of becomes your one and done and hopefully you will be their focus too and I'm not telling you guys this to try to make you out to be a whores or to try to discourage you to date I'm going to say yeah just date and just allow yourself to have options you know also eventually pick the best fit for you that's why that's why you're taking more options than one um if you were a person, a person who was in high school and you started applying to colleges and stuff. You started getting all these offers and stuff like that. I hope you didn't take the first one that came. You know, are you that person who did that? Thing? Like, you know, you took the first offer that came your way. And then next thing you know, all these different offers started coming. And your loyalty to the first one when the other offers could have been much better for you. We have to think that same way about dating people. Like, yeah, fill people out. You got to feel what's best for you because your time is important. Your time, your body, your money, your personal life, your emotions, all that's important. And you just can't wait. You shouldn't just be wasting that on just anybody just because they're willing to show you attention right now. Um, Also, people can have negative drawbacks. Um, Example, working too much. 
You know, you could be dating somebody who who works, you know, casually dating somebody who works a lot and you can't seem to get the attention or the time from them that you would like because they're always at work. Or also um, someone who's like a slow texter or returns phone calls very slow or slow at uh, FaceTiming you back and things like that. Like, um, I have a friend who, who, in, who entertains someone and the person will like say for instance, they'll text on Sunday and they'll get a text thread going. It may not reply until Thursday. Why the hell do you want to be exclusive with someone like that is my thing. If they're so busy in work to where they can go, what, four or five days and leave you on red and then just magically appear on day five to pick up where y'all left off through a text message. And I'm not even talking about through like social media. I'm talking about like actually texting your actual phone, because when you get a person's phone number, that gets a little more serious than just a Facebook messenger or Instagram DM like so you mean tell me you had your phone for five days and you're just responding back to me well let me tell you let me tell the people out there who probably go through this let me tell you what's going on from a man who's done this you know why they're not you know why they took them five days to text you because they work you know and they tell you that they're working so much it's because they don't like you like that yep they got other people that they're entertaining or someone else that has their attention a little bit more. And that person is in, is in, fr- in first place and you're not. So you're kind of getting pushed back to the wayside. And also, people who seem to do that are people who need you to stroke their ego. Because if they cannot talk to you for four or five days and just magically appear out of nowhere to pick up where they left off and you're willing to ch- talk and chat with them, you're showing signs of insecurity and you're letting them know how far you're willing to go, like how far they can take you. You're letting them know that you don't mind that kind of BS because you just like their attention. And that's and it's, and it's, it's extreme insecurity. And it's coming from a guy who's done this. I've done this for years, especially in my 20s. And I'll have so many people I always, you know, be texting and talking to and then I may forget one or two because I'm entertaining somebody else. And then, you know, a couple days go by. I'm like, oh, shit, let me hit this person back. I forgot to respond back to them. Let me, you know, whatever. And I go hit them back. And they're almost like sitting patiently waiting for me to respond like five and six days later. And then I hit them up and they don't call me out on it. They're just happy to hear from me. And they're taking all my bullshit again. And I'm just thinking, eh, you know, hmm. Yeah, that's a little boring. Like I need somebody who's a little tougher because if you if you allow me to walk all over you, I'm gonna walk all over you naturally. Um, I need someone who's gonna you know be like, hey, look, like you know, I haven't heard from you in a few days. What's what's been going on? You know, back me in a corner. You know, make me make me accountable. Um, because if you let people treat you like shit, they're gonna treat you like shit. So those are my tips for reasons why you should interview people before going on dates all right guys now hold stay tuned i got a uh, another part of this show i'm going to give you a dating story yes you guys seem to love my dating story so stay tuned i'll be right back
Hey, thank you guys for listening. You're listening to the Slick Talk Podcast Show. I'm your host, Shane Ahmad. I am back uh, with the second half of this podcast show. Appreciate you guys for listening to it. And um, I, t- I promised you guys that I was going to give you a story time, a dating story time of mine. Um, you guys seem to love to hear those. So here I go. Um, as you guys have seen, you know, this on the uh, other sh- part of the show that I was talking about, you know, interviewing people before you go out on dates and stuff like that. And I'm a man in my 30s and I have many stories that I can talk about. That's the reason why that's the main reason why I do have a podcast show, because, you know, I feel like I can help people with my insight with things in life. So this particular episode, I'm going to talk about um, a person who I went out on a date with um, many years ago. Uh, many years ago, I forgot what platform I met this person off of, to really be honest. Maybe it was when Facebook was kind of new. I don't know. Or MySpace. I forget. But anyway, um, I met this particular person off of a uh, dating site. And I don't know if you guys remember um, the Yahoo Instant Messenger that was out. You know, you guys remember that when um, before all these new little apps were out there. We had Yahoo, Yahoo Instant Messenger where you can get on your computer and you get instant messages from people. And it was just kind of like the cool thing because you could like enter, like you can like message someone without giving them your number and texting. Because back in that time, texting like cost, like it wasn't like um, unlimited like it is now. Like, you know, you only get like a certain amount of text. So I hate it when people text me because it would cost me money. So that's why I would use Yahoo Instant Messenger to chat with people. So I would go to class. I was in college and I would get off from school and, you know, I would do what I have to do and I would get back home or to the dorm room and I would sit at my computer like all fucking night um, eating candy and watching TV and on Yahoo Instant Messenger talking, talking with a bunch of different people. Well, this particular person that I chatted with was like really cool. I really enjoyed their conversation and, and their consistency and they, you know, and how engaged they seemed with me and my life and everything that I had going on and all this kind of stuff like that. So long story short, we decided that one day we wanted to meet up and go to the mall and then go to like the food court to get something to eat and then go out to a movie or something like that. So I was pretty down for this. And by the, by the way, I was at USC Buford living in Bluffton, South Carolina, near Hilton Head. And um, this person lived in Columbia, South Carolina, where I, you know, grew up. So like, um, so I knew, you know, the semester was going to be over. So I'm like, OK, cool. I got somebody back at home who I can, you know, I've been chatting with for a few weeks you know, we can hang out, we can kick it together and stuff like that. So I was pretty excited to go back home and entertain this person. So, you know, I come back home to Columbia and, you know, things like that. You know, I'm getting settled, you know, for the, for the uh, break that we're on. And, you know, this person, you know, they're like, yeah, you know, are you still interested in going out for, you know, going out on a date or going to the movies and stuff like this? I was like, sure. And they was like, okay, cool. So we scheduled a time to go and stuff like that. And we specifically was going to meet up at Columbia Place Mall, which is a urban mall here in Columbia. And we were going to like meet in the food court. We we're going to like get some food from the food court, and kind of you know 
chit, sit there and talk and chit chat a little bit. And then we're going to go from there and go to the movie theater that was across the street. And as I sit here and talk to you guys about this, I'm just thinking about, oh my God, all the other freaking dates that I've been on <laughs> that I could also talk about, but, and th- but I've chosen this one. But anyway, so, you know, I'm those kinds of people. If I make plans with you to do something, I'm going to be the guy, I'm going to beat you there. You know, if I tell you, you know, the, the dates, you know, at 3.30, I'm probably going to be there at around about 2.15, 2.20, um, because that's just, that's just the kind of guy that I am. You know, I'm, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to be the first one there. And I'm not going to even let you know that I've been there that long. I just, I just want to feel the, I just want to get a feel for the place. I want to get comfortable and, you know, wait until the person gets there. So I told the person, you know, like, you know, we'll meet up at the mall at a specific time. So, you know, I'm there waiting or whatever. And I text them and let them know that I was there or whatever. And it was like, Hey, you know, um, um, my sister's running a little late, you know, I'm getting, you know, she's going to, she's about to drop me off. That was kind of a red flag for me because I was thinking, okay, so your sister's dropping you off. You never, you know, I assumed, which was my ignorance that, you know, you were driving or whatever, but you know, you're getting dropped off here. Um, so you're running late. And so now it's because your sister's, you know, has you running late, but I'm thinking, whatever, cool. I don't, you know, just go ahead and come here because, you know, if you don't make it, shit, I'm at the mall. I can go shop and do something else. So this person finally, you know, you know, shows up. And when they come walking through the food court court doors, because they just text me, hey, I'm walking in and they describe what they were wearing. And when I saw them come walking in, I was thinking, holy shit. What the hell? This person... And I'm not trying to be funny, guys, but I'm just being extremely honest. I hope I don't offend anybody by saying this, but I just got to say it. This person was handicapped. This person had, had a disability, a walking disability. And we had talked for at least a month and maybe a month and a half or, you know, through the little Yahoo instant messenger on the phone. And they never, ever disclose that kind of information to me. And, um, you know, and then I remember, you know, looking back at their pictures, you know, I did think to this stuff, oh, this person, you know, seems a little petite and a little smaller in, in size or whatever. But, you know, I'm kind of a big person. So I'm used to dating people who are a little bit smaller. I didn't notice any of those. And back in those days, people didn't have videos like on their MySpace and Facebook. They would have just still selfie pictures. Um, so this person comes walking up to me and I'm thinking, oh my God, like you're, you're walking like you have cerebral palsy or something. Uh, your, you know, your hand is balled up like you're, you have a fist and your and your arm is, is stuck in one position and you have this long line on your head where I can tell you had surgery and one side of your body looks considerably smaller than the other side. And I was thinking, Oh my, um, I was just, I was just like, Oh my gosh, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do here. Like, Hmm. You know, like you, you, 
you, you, you never thought about telling me this. And, um, so they walk up and they're sitting down and, you know, they're all excited about, you know, meeting me and all this kind of stuff like that. And unfortunately for me at that particular stage in my life now at 35 years old, I may know how to play it off a little bit better, but that particular time I was, I, I wasn't that mature and I was just sitting there thinking, Oh, you know, like, Oh my God, really? You really fooled me. I'm letting you guys know how I was thinking. Like you fooled my ass. You, you did, you did not tell me that you were this disabled, you know, like, you know, you were, you come limping in here and stuff like that. And you know, your hands are all balled up and I can tell you have something going on. I'm sorry. You, you can't hide that. You have to, you need to let people know that from the jump. Um, because there are people out there who you can tell that to, and they're respected and still talk to you. I mean, there really are some people who don't care about that. And, you know, personality is important. And this person really did have a lot of good personality, but unfortunately, you know, they, you know, they had a disability. And at that particular point in my life, I didn't see myself, you know, dating someone with a disability, especially someone who I was in contact with for you know for at least a month and a half and they never told me which I can understand maybe that would be very difficult for them to to just disclose to anybody but you know unfortunately for them as part of their story they need to you know feel comfortable um, because most people who meet you through social media or dating apps and stuff like this and y'all are talking and talking and y'all are feeling each other and you, and you guys first meet and then you hit them with uh, you know I'm severely disabled kind of thing. Majority of people are not going to be interested in that. It sounds really mean. It sounds very, um, assholeish, but it's the truth. Majority of people are not going to be interested in that. We live in a society where aesthetics are very important. Um, you know, no one wants to be catfished. And I felt like I was catfished in that moment. I was just thinking like, okay, you presented yourself in, in a specific way. But when I first, when I finally met you, it was completely different. Um, I'm not interested in dating someone with disabilities, um, especially not physical disabilities. Like, you know, the magnitude is in which you have, because that, that's a lot. Now, if I was already dating somebody or in a relationship or married to someone who got disabled or something like that, different story, because you know, that's my boo. That's, I love you to death. And I, and I got you, but from the jump right off, and I see you got this going on and you didn't tell me to me, that's weird. I'm sorry. That's just really weird. You know, um, to me, that goes in the same situation as if, you know, you're talking to someone and you, and you meet you know, off of social media and a lot of people, you know, don't like meeting people online, but Hey, I'm in the generation where this, that's a big thing. You know, that's like saying, you know, you meet people and, they have photos that are not updated and when you meet them in person, they're 50, 60 pounds larger, you know, or, you know, you meet this person and, you know, they're transitioning to a man or a woman or something like that, you know, and they, and they never told you, you know, and you're thinking, well, we talk about everything in this world. You didn't ever disclose the fact to me that you, you have X, Y, and Z going on. That's to me, that's a turnoff. And for, and that, for that particular person, that was a major turnoff. So I knew in that moment that I, I was not going to be able to finish this date, date with them. 
I knew in that moment that it was going to get very weird, and but it needed to happen um, because my time is very important, and I don't I hate wasting my time. So I asked this person. I said, um, "Oh, I, it looks like well, you had surgery on your head, you know, or whatever." And they said, "Oh, you know, when I was a baby, I was um, a victim of shaken baby syndrome. My mother was an, you know." was a substance abuse person and I think she had like she was like an alcoholic or like she was on drugs or something like that and when this person was a baby you know you're like well um my mother shook me very badly and rattled my brain and caused all kinds of you know you know things that go wrong with me and, I, and it caused me to have a stroke and it will have cause have strokes and I had to have surgery, I had to have brain surgery to fix it and all this kind of stuff like that. And half of my body is paralyzed, you know, 50% of my body is paralyzed and all that, and all that kind of stuff like that. And, um, you know, they were telling me all this and stuff like that. And at that particular, per, you know, at that particular age of my life and stage of my life, all of that was a turnoff for me. You know, we all have stories. We all have things we've gone through. And I totally understand that. But unfortunately, all of that was a major turnoff. I didn't want to date someone with disabilities and only had 50% use of their body. I, I just didn't. That, 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 I, didn't I, I didn't want that. Um, and I didn't like the fact that you just hit me with all this here, here on our first date. So I had to back out and I told him, I said, um, I told this person, I said, well, I'm going to be really honest. You know, I wish you would have told me this from the beginning. I feel, you know, you're trying to play me by, you know, not telling me this all this time. You know, you told me everything else you went through in life, but you didn't want to tell me this particular thing. And now here we are at the movie. I mean, at the, um, the mall. And I'm so shocked that you have this going on. I can't get past it, so I'm sorry. I think, you know, I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to build your hopes up or anything like that. But, you know, we're going to have to go ahead and end this now. Of course, the person was mad. They were very offended. I don't think they ever met a person who had the balls or the kahunas or whatever you want to call it just to say, hey, look, I'm not interested in dating you because you're disabled and you didn't even tell me. Um, sorry, not interested. So um, the person, you know, they were very upset. And then unfortunately for them, they didn't drive. So their sister, you know, thought, you know, that she could go and go mind her business for several hours and come and pick this person back up. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm in my car, guys, the car is acting. Uh, you know, you know, the sister has to come pick this person back up. And here it is. 15 minutes into meeting this person, I'm already ending the, ending the date because I'm not interested in this. I don't find this attractive. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. You could, you could be a friend of mine. We could be cool, but I don't, I don't you know, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't want to date that. And, um, and I'm not going to date that. Sorry. Not from the beginning. Now, if you would have told me up front and let me know you had this going on, then it's a different story. But, you know, you, you did. And now here I am sitting here feeling like an asshole because I have to tell you I'm not interested. You know, so 
that's how that that's how that went. And uh, you know, they were like, "Well, uh, do you think you know you, you think you can take me home?" And at that particular point, like now, guys, I'm 35 now. I probably was like 21 or 22 when this happened. At that particular point, I'm thinking, uh, what? Why do I need to take you home? Like that doesn't have anything to do with me. Like, like I just ended the date. Why do I need to take you home? You know. And by the way, this person, you know, they did not really receive it well. You know, they had said some little snarky remarks to me, and I could tell they was upset about it and and stuff like that. Which you know, I can I respect it, but I'm thinking we we need to go our separate ways because I'm just I'm just not interested. Sorry. And you need to go find somebody who's interested in that. And by the way. Next time you do that, you need to let them know what's going on. And, it, you know, the, and in particular time, the person said, hey, you know, the reason I don't tell people this is because I want people to get to know me first before they get to know my disability, which I understood that. But that's not reality. It's a fantasy thing. Um, some of you guys listen to this may know what I'm talking about on the epi- uh, TV show called Good Times, which I love to watch. Um, Michael Evans had a CB CB radio or whatever. Yeah. CB radio that, uh, he was using and he was connecting with this girl over the CB radio and they would chat and talk and stuff like that. And she would talk about, you know, going ice skating and going dancing and doing all this kind of stuff whenever they met. And Michael was all up for it. And when he finally met her, um, you know, he kind of ran into and realized, you know, uh, that she was in a wheelchair and all the stuff that she was talking about, she wasn't going to be able to do. And but Michael was mature and understood that, you know, he kind of understood why she did it. And, you know, he went for it or whatever. But see, that's television. That's not reality. So I felt like Michael Evans in good times. But, you know, unfortunately for me. I'm not interested in that. Um, now, if somebody said, hey, I have, you know, uh, high blood pressure or something like that, you know, I, I mean, I was like, OK, cool. But, you know, when you're limping in here and you have 50 percent usage of your body and, you know, your one side of your body is all, you know, drawn up and tight and the other bar, you know, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I mean, you you. you I, I can't, I can't do that. I'm sorry. You know, I'm not interested in that. You should have, you should have gave me a heads up. So of course I didn't take them home. They were really mad at me. And then, um, so I actually still went to the movie by myself cause I, I don't mind going to a movie by myself. So I went to the movie. I forgot what movie I wanted to go see. And, um, I remember going to the movies, watching it. And unfortunately for me, I was such an asshole at that particular time to where I almost forgot you know, about how the day went. And then I went to go, um, you know, go on an actual impromptu date with someone else because, you know, I was excited about, you know, hanging out with someone and then I had to like cancel one with somebody. So I went on a date with someone else who did not cash fit, catfish me with anything. And we had a very good time. And by the time I got home, I remember, you know, logging into my Yahoo Instant Messenger and the person who I, with a handicap or with a disability, um, sent me some of the meanest, messages on Yahoo Instant Messenger imaginable and stuff like that. And, you know, I remember I remember reading those messages and thinking to myself, because I'm a guy, I'm I'm thick, fat, chunky, whatever you want to call me. 
you know, my weight fluctuates. It depends on, it depends. I have an appetite. It is what it is. And, you know, this person, you know, wanted to say, well, you were, you were a little bit bigger than I was expecting and stuff like this. And I feel like, you know, you catfished me and all this kind of stuff like that. And I'm thinking, hey, you know what? You could be right. You could be 100% right. But guess what? They ain't got shit to do with me. You should have called me out on it if you felt that way. Like I called you out on it. You know, now you want, now you got your feelings hurt. Now you want to come back and attack me. I'm sorry, but I don't care. As this, like, you know, I really didn't care letting you know to your face how I felt. What makes you think I'm going to care about reading your little nasty messages back to me? I don't care. That's your problem. I'm, you know, I'm sorry you're in that particular situation. I really am. But moving forward, hopefully you learned a lesson. And when you meet somebody, especially through these dating stuff like this, and you want to you want to get to know them, let them know up front. Hey, look, um, by the way, I just want to let you know, I, I did have a stroke when I was X, you know, a certain age. And, it, you know, I have only certain usage, you know, percentage of usage in my entire body. Um, hopefully, you know, we can still move forward and get to know each other. You know, I really like you. Some people may say I'm not interested in that. And there's some people who may say, you know, that's fine. You know, I appreciate you for being honest. I'm one of those guys. I appreciate your honesty. I would have said, okay, cool. Yeah, we can do that. Do that. Because it was in that moment. It was a learning moment for both of us because I thought about that very hard. And, you know, and then later on in life, I actually met up with people who did have disabilities and, you know, they did, you know, one, well, one didn't let me know. Another person did not let me know. I'll have to talk about that in another episode, but I gave in and still gave them a date. Granted, I wasn't really interested in it in the first place, but, you know, I, I could tell it really meant a lot to them for that. So I just went ahead and did it. And there's been other people who'd have had disabilities and they let me know from the jump. And those people I'm still cool with to this day. Um, but, and by the way, with that, you know, I'm going to end this story here. Um, the particular person I'm, you know, I was just telling you about who had the uh, disability. Years later, can y'all believe we actually got cool with one another? And this person apologized to me for, you know, all the mean messages they, they sent to me on y'all instant messenger. And, you know, later confirmed to me that, you know, their siblings would tell them you need to stop doing this to people when you meet them. You know, like, you know, just, you know, meeting them and then, you know, let them know you have all this going on. You need to let the people know this up front because it's becoming a trend for you that people meet you and, you don't they don't ever want to see you again because of that. And I guess this person realized, you know, well, you know, my disability is a part of me. It's a part of who I am and I need to to own it. And if I get to know somebody, they need to like and love me for all of me, regardless of what I have going on, because there are people out there with disabilities who have booze, you know, they're damn they really are there. I mean, I have a cousin, she's in a wheelchair. She had to fight the men off of her. I mean, yeah, she's, she would have guys calling her phone coming over all the time and she was in a wheelchair, but she, she wasn't a victim of it. She let them know, you know, her issues that she had going on. And she had personality and they liked it. They fell in love with her personality and stuff like this. She never had issues finding people. And she's in a wheelchair. She can't use anything below her waist. So, but, you know, but I'm not going to lie. When I was on that date and I canceled the date, I did feel like an ass. I felt like an asshole. I felt like the Lord was going to punish me or whoever runs this universe or whatever you want to call this that we're in. 
And I was like, damn, you know, you, you know, you, you're really heartless. Like, damn, that's heartless. But also I thought to myself, that was kind of heartless to come out and put me on a date catfishing my ass because you should have told me that from the beginning because let's be real here. I mean, most people don't want to have sex with someone with disabilities like that. I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. Most people don't want to have sex with a person with disabilities like that. I mean, you, you might find some people out there who are, who are into that. And I think those people are, are weird. You know, why why you want to bend somebody, you know, why you want to have sex with somebody who's who can't even feel their legs? You know? You know, why you got to have sex with somebody who's, you know, prone to stroke and all this? You know, like, that's just... Mm, that's just... It just is just a fragile thing. And, you know, I just don't, you know, I, I just didn't... I didn't want to take that further. I just didn't. And, um... And I also didn't want to be, you know, feel responsible for, you know, for mishaps that could happen, you know. And I'm being very candid, guys, being very transparent. Like, I didn't want, you know, to be responsible for mishaps. Like, you know, oh, you know, I keep dating this person, you know, and they only can feel half of their body. And, you know, they're falling up and down the steps when we go places and, you know, they, you know, they drop their food. And all like, I'm sorry. I, I just I just didn't really want to be bothered with that. I just I just really didn't. Sorry, not from the not from the beginning. No, 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 no. Now, if we got married or, you know, or something happened to them and, you know, after, you know, we established that, you know, we love each other and stuff like that. That's a different story. You know, that's a very different story. Then, you know, hell, hell yeah, I got your back. But from the from the beginning, I'm I'm not I'm not taking I'm not going for that. That was my mind frame then. And to be honest, quite at 35 years old. I still wouldn't be all that interested in dating someone with extreme disabilities. Um, you know, I tried I, one time I tried dating a person who was uh, hard of well, actually deaf, you know, legally deaf, couldn't hear anything. And I start I was dating them all up to the to the point to where I was uh, on YouTube. They would send me little YouTube videos to try to teach me how to learn sign language. And I know a little bit of sign language from being a um, a camp counselor when I was younger. I was a camp counselor at a, a camp for kids with disabilities. So I knew a little bit of the sign language, but, um, so, you know, we were dating and, you know, we're not dating, we were getting to know each other. And yeah, I'm not gonna lie, you know, the, the, the bad grammar through text, you know, with, from the person who was hard of hearing, that was a little annoying. And um, people with, who are hard of hearing, they don't understand they don't they don't really understand boundaries too well and things like that and this person was very honest you know this person you know lived what an hour and a half away from me and they would say they'll say oh they, a couple times they told me oh oh i i gotta let you know i was so horny last night i called my ex over to do such and such and this person you know i was like oh really i was shocked like oh okay at least you're being honest and it was like, well, I'm going to send you a video. I want you to get your opinion. And um, I'm thinking about, you know, uploading this stuff to a Twitter account. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? So we're supposed to be talking. Granted, we're not really together, but, you know, I'm trying to, you know, 
you know, you're nice looking and, you know, I don't mind, you know, learning how to communicate with you and stuff like that. But now you're just hitting me with all this new, this news. You're having sex out here with your ex, which is also a red flag because uh, I'm not really interested in dealing with somebody who, who still fucks with their ex. That's kind of tacky. Not kind of tacky. It is tacky. And here you go sending me the video of what y'all are doing. By the way, y'all are doing car play and there's no condom being used. So I'm thinking, oh, okay. And you're trying to talk to me. And you want to put this stuff on your Twitter account. So I just I just kind of paid it to, I'm from a different generation. This person was a little bit younger than me. So, hey, maybe this is what the younger people are doing. I don't know. I thought it was tacky. I wasn't interested in that. And then I thought to myself, and you, and I had the nerve to give you the benefit of the doubt because you're a person with a disability and you are still trash. So I'm not going to lie. I still have the video on my phone today and I looked at the video. It was, it was, I mean, like, hey, this person went from a possibility to me to a non-possibility and just a a sex video on my phone to look at. You know, I I never responded back to them. They were hitting, you know, uh, I blocked them off of Snapchat. I blocked them on my cell phone. They would hit me up from other numbers, you know, begging me to talk with them, whatever. And I just, I just didn't have it in me to talk. I just wasn't interested. You know, I didn't have the, I didn't have it in me to even explain. Um, I just didn't. I didn't care. I was, I just on to the next one. You know. But yeah, guys, that's one of the stories that, um, that I had dating stories. That's why I said, you know, in the previous show, you need to interview people and you need to interview them very well. You need to ask questions because if you don't want to get in a situation like me. You got get out somewhere. And this person is transitioning into a guy or this, you know, or something like that. Or this person is a hundred pounds larger than the pictures they sent you. And they think, you know, maybe they can still get a pass or, you know, this person, you know, is a ex military person or ex boxer and they got all their teeth knocked out. And here you go on a date with them and their, their grill is messed up. Like that's why I say you need to interview these people. You need to, you know, get, you know, you know, figure out as much as you can and be as transparent as you can because no one is perfect. I'm not perfect. Um, that's like before I meet someone, you know, or when I am meeting someone new, I want to send them an updated picture of myself and I want an updated picture from them. Yes, I want your Facebook. Yes, I want your Instagram. I want to see the last time you posted something. I want to see these kinds of things because I want to get a feel about who you are. Um, I don't want, I don't want you to send me your Instagram page and you have one post on your Instagram page with, um, 5,000 followers, five, you know, 5,000 people you're following and only 80 people are following you back. And you just got one picture of yourself from like six or seven years ago, but you want to get on my Instagram and look at me. Mm -mm, It's not going to work because if you ask my Instagram and I send it to you and I see that you have that going on, I'm going to remove you from my Instagram. I've done it many times. I'm going to unfollow you and I'm going to make it to where you can't follow me back because you are being underhanded. You are looking for what you're not willing to give. And that doesn't work for me. I want to know what you look like yesterday. Yeah. I want to know what you look like today. I don't care what you look like six or seven years ago. Um, 
because no one wants to be catfished. Like we all know, we've all seen that show on MTV, Catfish, and that's not a good feeling. And you know what? I think I may have catfished somebody. Like I'm just being very transparent, guys. Because like I said, I'm not perfect. Some of you all may think, "Damn, Shane's an asshole." No, I'm not. Um, I have asshole moments, but I'm also a sweetheart. I remember one time I got confronted for a person said that I catfished them because um, the time we went out on a date, I I stopped working out. Like I wasn't into the workout thing, so like I lost a lot of muscle mass and got a little more flabby and and all this kind of stuff like that. And they were looking for you know this big, heavy set, you know, muscular, big arms and big chest kind of guy and. I, I wasn't into that anymore. And they were, you know, kind of, you know, upset about that. And they called me out on it. It was like, well, dang, you don't, you don't work out anymore? I was like, no. I was like, well, wow. I was, you know, you know, that was one thing that caught my attention about you was, you know, the fact that you were, you know, in the gym and you were strong looking and, you know, stuff like that. And I'm sitting here at the table thinking, oh God, yeah. Those pictures that you saw, I was mm, probably like 40 pounds ago. Here I am not working out. Um, probably going through something in life and now I'm getting called out for being a fat ass (laughs) here I am being called out for being a fat ass at this table from this person and I'm like damn I feel like shit god dang it that working out stuff is something else it's like once you start it it's hard to it's hard to slack off because once you start losing your gains man it fucks with your head and of course that person wasn't interested in me anymore um like, you know, that, you know, and I had no interest in following up with them. But, you know, I was like, I was thinking, well, you know what? I need to update my photos a little more. I need to show people how I look now. And if I want that physique and that look back, I need to get back into the gym. Although it's very hard, um, very annoying. And it's nothing enjoyable about working out to me. It really isn't. The best part about the gym to me is when I'm walking out of there. To really be honest with you. Um... But yeah, so that is that, guys. Hopefully, this guys. Hopefully, this has been somewhat entertaining for you all. I appreciate you guys for listening. I really do. And you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and end this podcast show here. And I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. <laughs>